life is busy, and sometimes it's hard to get everything in, including this walk. If you struggle with this, my sponsor, Factor Meals, can help. And in just a moment, I'm going to tell you how to get 50% off at factormeals.com. Every meal is fresh, never frozen, and they only take two minutes. Meals like artichoke and spinach chicken with roasted zucchini and tomato butter. This one was one of my favorites. And it was ready in two minutes. No shopping, no prepping, no cooking, no cleaning up. It's getting warmer. The weather is an invitation to head outside and walk more. You don't want to be inside making meals. Head to factormeals.com slash walking50. Use code walking50 to get 50% off your first box plus 25% off your next month. That's code walking50 at factormeals.com slash walking50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. When you're out walking, it is important to stay hydrated. And it's important to have water that is healthy, that you actually want to drink. And can I tell you how much I love my AquaTrue water? It's amazing. By the way, in just a moment, I'm going to tell you how to save 20% off at AquaTrue.com. Are you aware of the research by the Environmental Working Group that indicates virtually every home in America has harmful contaminants in tap water? Well, the AquaTrue purifiers are able to remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and are specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAs in your water supply. My sponsor, AquaTrue, comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, and today you'll get 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to AquaTrue.com, that's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com, enter the code WALKING when you check out. That's 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use the promo code W-A-L-K-I-N-G. All right, are you ready for our 10-minute walk together? Welcome to Walking is Fitness. This is a podcast of action as we walk together for 10 minutes, holding each other accountable for keeping our commitment to fitness. This episode is sponsored by the StepFit Plan. If you want to turn your walking from functional to fitness, create an exercise habit, a fitness habit that lasts for a long, long time, the StepFit plan will help you get there. It is effective, it is free, and it is yours. Go to walkingisfitness.com. Check out the resource page. There's also a link in the show notes for today's episode. Kept the sponsor short because what I want to talk about today is something I feel deeply, pretty passionately, and I'm probably going to go beyond 10 minutes. I'm going to give myself as much time as possible. By the way, hi, I'm Dave. <laughs> Thank you for joining me for today's 10-minute walk. I want to talk about the elephant in the room, not the one I talked about a few weeks ago when I had a cold. That is in the uh, rearview mirror now. What I want to talk about is walking versus running. Which is a better form of exercise? Which is a more effective fitness activity? If I'm being honest, and I am, when I made 
the transition from running to walking. I struggled with feelings of, well, walking is less than. It's a less than form of exercise compared to running. And I don't think I'm the only one who has felt this way. Now, I've been pursuing fitness for 14 years. Started in my late 40s, and I started as a runner. Ran for five years, and then made the transition to walking. And I think a lot of times people do it the other way. It's like, well, I started walking, and then I became a runner. (laughs) Uh, For me, it was, I was a runner, then I became a walker. And I I was into it. I ran a bunch of races, 5Ks, a couple of 10Ks, a bunch of half marathons, uh, even one marathon, which was actually an accident. Uh, It was two weeks before I turned 50. I thought I had signed up for the half marathon. And the night before the race, went to packet pickup. That's where you get the the number that you wear on your shirt. You get the shirt. uh, You get the little, uh, what they call a chip timer so that you attach to your shoes, and that uh, uh, allows you to see what uh, your race time is uh, at the end of the race. And so I went to packet pickup uh, the night before and was told that, nope, nope, you didn't sign up for the half marathon, you signed up for the marathon. Oh, and by the way, the half marathon is full, so you can't downgrade. (laughs) So so I was faced with a choice that uh, I either... Uh, didn't run anything, which wasn't really an option. Run half of the marathon and just stop halfway, and you know, but I don't get a medal. Or run the full marathon and get the medal that was really, you know, a huge motivation for me. And so I sat there and thought, well, how can I do this and, A, not die? Because the most I had ever run was 15 miles. How can I do this and not die? And how can I do this and finish with a respectable time? Because this would be my first marathon, and I wanted the first number to be a four. Four hours and something, which is respectable. It's not fantastic, but it's respectable. You know, How can I do this? And I had just read uh, maybe a week or two or three before this about a way of, of running marathons, which is you run a mile, then walk for a minute run a mile, walk a minute, run a mile, walk a minute. And runners were actually having great success with that formula. So I thought, okay, I'll give it a shot. And uh, the next morning, showed up and was scared. (laughs) And uh, I think my wife was scared too. But, you know, I would occasionally text her to let her know I'm still okay. Like, uh, mile five, still alive. 10 miles, all smiles. By the time I got to mile 15, I was still alive, but I wasn't smiling much. And I think I just wrote a text her 15 miles. You know, 20 was probably just two zero. But I finished, got the medal, and uh, looking back on it, it was uh, pretty, pretty cool that I, I did that. At least that's how I feel. Others would think, well, that was stupid. So I have lived in both worlds, as a runner and as a walker. So I think I'm qualified to look at the two of these. 
So let's look at the most obvious, that running is more effective exercise. It's better exercise. So I'm not going to bore you with all the details, but, you know, there, there's been a lot of research. The CDC has recommendations for how much exercise we should get, and they look at uh, whether it's moderate-level exercise or vigorous. I think that's the word they use, vigorous-level exercise. Walking falls into the moderate category. Running falls into the vigorous category. No surprise there. And here's the thing. (laughs) When you boil it down, walking a mile gives you the same long-term health benefits as running a mile. Walking a mile gives you the same benefits as running a mile. Walking two miles, same benefits as running two miles. Walking three miles, same as running three miles, and so on and so forth. And you might be thinking, well, wait a minute. Isn't running better to lose weight? All right. So if you walk a mile, you burn 100 calories. If you run a mile, you burn 100 calories. <laughs> Is your mind sufficiently blown yet? <laughs> and you might be thinking, well, well, that doesn't make sense. Well, actually, it does. Here's where, here's where you get the difference between running and walking. Because I'm looking at it from distance. You know, run a mile is the same as walking a mile. Run two miles, same as walking two miles. Where it gets different is if you look at it from the perspective of time. So if you run for 10 minutes to get the same benefit, you need to walk for 20 minutes. You know, because you can run a mile in about 10 minutes. It would take you about 20 minutes to to walk a mile. So if you are time-starved and you've only got a real limited amount of time for fitness and exercise, running might be might be your better choice. But if you're looking at it based on how far you walk or run, they're the same. All right. So when I made the transition from running to walking, uh, one of the things that I struggled with was this feeling that, uh, that, that walking, uh, that running is more exclusive. And walking is is less exclusive. Everybody can do it. But not everybody can run. And not everybody chooses to run. And that's kind of hardcore. And I think that probably goes back to when I was a a kid and a teenager in school. I wasn't an athlete. I was a skinny, gawky kid. Wasn't very good at sports. And I felt that, you know, compared to the jocks that I went to school with. But now as an adult, I'm running these races and actually getting decent times. And in my mind, I'm imagining, you know, those jocks uh, in school, they're probably sitting at home eating potato chips, watching uh, sports on TV. You know, so I kind of flipped the script. I was all ego based. But for me, that mattered and was a little bit of a speed bump in making that transition. But. I eventually put that aside, and and now I've totally flipped on that. First off, if you're walking for fitness, what you're doing is pretty exclusive. 
I mean, look around. How many other people right now are doing what you're doing? I mean, there may be a few, but not many. You know, I'm looking around right now. Hello? Anybody? Yeah, I'm, I'm it. <laughs> I'm it. But here's the thing. Now, it actually saddens me that I'm the only one out here. That there aren't more people. I believe everybody should be walking for fitness because just about everybody can walk for fitness. And I love how walking is a great fitness activity that is perfect to get started. And it's not just a starter activity. I mean, I've been doing this now for as for fitness uh, nine years and plan to do it. You know, Lord willing that I have many years left, plan to do this as my primary fitness activity until I cross the finish line. And it saddens me that, you know, that more people aren't out here doing this. And what a great, great fitness activity that you can invite somebody to join you. You know, if you're a runner, hey, you want exercise? You want to join me for a three-mile run? I mean, nobody's going to do that. But you can invite somebody to take a walk with you. Come on, let's go for a walk for 10 minutes. And you can be key to helping somebody else begin a fitness journey that, you know, could transform their life. So the reality is that walking for fitness, <laughs> it is exclusive, but it's not so exclusive that we can't be inviting people to, to join us. So here's the thing. I made the decision, and I know I'm coming up on 10 minutes, and I told you I'd probably go a little bit longer. I'm, I will. Sorry about that. I made the decision nine years ago to walk for fitness instead of run. That's because... Uh, January 1st, 2013, I got my first Fitbit. And I was a runner and just assumed that I would have no problem getting 10,000 steps because I ran all the time. And I was shocked by how far away from 10,000 steps I actually was. And so what I ended up doing was I I usually ran about three miles every day. And I would go to the park, run my three miles, and then to get extra steps, I would walk for a mile. And it didn't take long for me to realize that I really loved the walk at the end of my run. And I'll never forget standing there one day. I got into the park, getting ready to do my three-mile run. And I thought, you know, running is okay, but I love the walking. It allowed, it allowed time for me to think because I wasn't constantly thinking about my running pace and whether something was hurting and how should I shift. And, and I thought, I'm just going to walk because I enjoy that so much more. And I never looked back. And I've been walking every day since then for fitness. Now, here's the thing. So I made a conscious decision nine years ago to, to walk for fitness as opposed to run for fitness. And it's a decision that, while I don't consciously make it every day, it's a decision that is still on the table. You know, when I 
made that decision nine years ago. It actually was in the context of I had been contemplating even diving deeper into the world of running. Because I was having some success with the races, and I was only, you know, halfway training. I wasn't really focused on it. And I realized that if I if I spend the time and the energy and the focus on my running, I could be competitive in my age group in at least the half marathons. And it was in that context that I actually decided, nope, I'd rather walk for fitness. And even today, once a year, I will sign up and run a race, usually a 5K, sometimes a 10K. I don't train for it. I just sign up, run the race as one, just because it's fun. Two, it's a little competition I have with myself. Am I still, you know, uh, what's my fitness level? You know, can I, can, I, can I run this? And it's still on the table that if I wanted to, you know, run and do well in my age group, I probably could. But I have no desire. Because I know that I have picked, for me, the better form of exercise. Because what I do every day with this walking is, is something I love and it's something that I will be able to do for many, many, many years. Now, lastly, please don't take this as an anti-running comment because I have great respect for runners. My wife is a passionate runner and I'm so proud of what she has accomplished with her running and particularly uh, since the accident, you know, training to, to to get back into running shape. And she has her first half marathon coming up in uh, about a week. And I'm just, I'm going to be there with her and I'm proud of her and, and I have great respect for runners. And if, by the way, you have a goal one day of you know, running, running a race, running a 5K, that's a worthy goal. Um, you go for that. But if you ever feel like what we're doing, this 10-minute, now much longer, walk together is somehow less than running, it's not. In fact, I believe it's at minimum equal to, but quite frankly, for me, it's greater than. Thank you for giving me a little extra time today. Thanks for our time together for holding me accountable. I'm going to keep walking, and I hope you will too, and I hope we can do this again tomorrow. Have a great day.